2: This is the Daily Tip presented by Bet MGM. Now here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So let's play a little fact or fiction, quarterback style.
0: Fact or fiction.
1: All right, good morning, Chelsea. Good morning, Jinx. Let's dive right into this. We will start off with one of the players you were just talking about in Daniel Jones. Set an NFL record by throwing for 300 yards, rushing for 75, and throwing two touchdowns in the playoffs had never been done before as they knocked off Minnesota and got the, to the divisional round against the Giants. So, factor fiction jinx, that playoff performance should make Daniel Jones the franchise quarterback in New York. They need to sign him long-term. Mm.
0: Okay, well... Here's what I would say. I'm not going to base it on one playoff performance against a Vikings team that was sort of a paper tiger. I will say this. If he goes out and he balls out against the Eagles, even if they don't win and he plays a very good game, then you're going to give me something to think about. But one good game against a Vikings team that was involved in countless one-score games this season. I think they were 12-0 or 11-0 one-score games before losing to the Giants. I I don't want to base everything on one game. Just like when I look at the Cowboys and I don't believe in the Cowboys, it's like, yeah, they look great against the Bucs, but they haven't looked great in the second half of the season. So I got to see more than a one-game sample size. So it's something the Giants should think about because there's no question that he has gotten better and he's been very good, but I want to see it against the Eagles. So for now, I'm going to say Fiction
2: will say take a long hard look because the thing about daniel jones is he's actually improving like you said jinx this year over the course of the season not just one game he has his highest completion percentage of his career completing 67 percent of passes which is not like you know otherworldly but still way better than the 64 percent he had the year before 62 the year before that and 61 his first year in the league and here's the thing, Brian Dable is doing an excellent job of scheming and game planning around the strengths and weaknesses of Daniel Jones. So sometimes we see the game plan not heavily involve Daniel Jones and not making him do too much. It's more relying on the run and Saquon Barkley. But that's the thing. If you know how to use your quarterback and use his strengths, use his weaknesses to your advantage, you know, just keep him around. So I think you have to ask Brian Dable if he is just, you know, scheming his tail off and saying, this is too hard. I can't do this for long term. Uh, but yeah, in the meantime, I think it's worth a look.
1: Yeah, I'll say that it's fact. I don't know that he's an elite quarterback, but I think the Giants definitely need to keep him. The interesting thing in this, and I know that you guys are both big fans of Brad Spielberger of Pro Football Focus. Since week 13, the highest graded quarterbacks by pro football focus, Joe Burrow, 90.6, Daniel Jones,
2: 89.2.
1: Ooh. Wow. So there's some little little fuel for the fire for Mr. Jones and his contract negotiations. <laughs> all right. Factor fiction number two, Josh Allen, as we know, has been an MVP candidate for the Bills for the last couple of seasons, but he has also struggled with turnovers. That's no secret at all. Just like the three had against Miami, that led to 17 points in their playoff game over the weekend, and nearly cost the Bills their chance to get to the Super Bowl. So, Chelsea, fact or fiction? Allen's turnover problem is going to be ultimately what keeps the Bills from winning the Super Bowl.
2: Uh, maybe, even though I don't, I don't think it's fair to say that Josh Allen is struggling because he is throwing these picks because. He's it's not a level playing field because the Bills are throwing the ball way more than some of these other teams. The offense is squarely on the shoulders of Josh Allen. So he has to make more things work. You can look across the way and say, oh, Kirk Cousins has less interceptions. But he's also not trying to get first downs. He's throwing behind the sticks when he needs a first down to win a game. So, yes, he's playing more conservatively. And that's why he doesn't have as many interceptions. Because there was a stretch there where Patrick Mahomes was throwing some picks too. But, again, he is tasked with more. More of the offense depends on him. And are the Bills really in this spot if they don't have Josh Allen? I don't think so. So, even if, you know, it maybe holds them back. They're not there without Josh Allen in the first place, so I don't think it matters.
0: I'm going to say fiction. I believed in the Bills all season, and there is something to be said for even when you're not playing at your best, you find a way to win, and that's what Josh Allen and the Bills do. I, I can't imagine. He has, he has been too good over the past few years to make me doubt him. Yeah, he hasn't had the best stretch, but ultimately, look, even though the Bills gave up that 17-point lead, and that was ugly to watch, What did Josh Allen do? He found a way to rally his team. I I really believe the Bills are that team of destiny, and this is their year. I've been saying that from the start of the season. And Josh Allen, look, he's a little more turnover-prone, and and Chelsea, you touched on this, just because he has to do it all. There's not many quarterbacks that are asked not just to throw, but in in many situations, many spots, be the team's leading rushers. So he's going to have to take care of the football, no question about that, but I'm going to say fiction.
1: Let me pose this question, kind of a a factor fiction 2B, if you will. If Tua plays that game, is Buffalo still in the playoffs?
0: Ooh. I don't know. That's a very good question. It's hard to do that, I'm not quite sure.
2: You know, like, it's, I don't know. That's not how football works. That's like people saying, oh, well, they beat this team, and this team beat this team, so they should beat this team. Like, that's not how football works. Like, it's hard to do that.
0: Well, and also, well, I mean, if he, Lamar Jackson plays for the Ravens, do the Bengals make it this far? Do you know what I mean? J.K. Dobbins
2: thinks not.
0: Well, and also too, yeah. I, I I think that the Dolphins. I don't know if it would have made a difference, but they were dropping passes right and left. I mean, Skylar yeah, Thomas was not it's on great the receivers, in that game, but there, yeah, there were a few times where he's delivering shots down the field and just dropping passes. So, do they catch them if a different guy's throwing the ball? I, I don't know about that. I mean, it's a possibility, I guess, but. Tua's been so banged up and is necessarily good in the cold. So I'm not totally convinced they win, even if two plays. All
1: right, here we go. Factor Fiction number three. Brock Purdy continues to roll along with the 49ers. He is undefeated as their starter. Now, no rookie quarterback has ever won a Super Bowl. But Brock Purdy is just three games away from pulling that off. But is it about Brock Purdy or is it about San Francisco? So Factor Fiction jinx. If Jimmy G were under center, San Francisco would still be exactly where they are.
0: Oh man, this is a tough one. I'm gonna say fiction. And I I love Jimmy G. I think he's I think he's a guy who's perennially underrated. But if you look at Brock Purdy, I think the thing that impresses me most about him, number one, this is mainly Kyle Shanahan, right? Kyle Shanahan has schemed up this team perfectly on the offensive side, and they have as much talent as anyone. But the thing that impressed me about Brock Purdy was his escapability, which i he's not really known for that. But there were multiple times in that game against Seattle where he's spinning out of trouble, and he's making plays. And that's not really Jimmy G's game, so... It's not, a, it's not a hill I'm willing to die on, but I'm going to say fact just because Brock Purdy not only has performed well within that offense, but has made plays as opposed to just having everything handed to him. Let's go fact.
2: Hmm. I'll go fiction just because I think this offense is so good. It doesn't really matter who is at the helm. And here's the thing. Last year, Jimmy Garoppolo was clearly the quarterback for the Niners, and he threw a pick in every single game in the postseason – and they still won two of those three games. That game against Green Bay, he had 11 completions. 11 of 19, 131 yards, no touchdowns, and a pick. So I think the Niners would still win, like maybe not as convincingly, because Brock Purdy has been better. He's been dynamic with his feet. He has been just, uh, you know, unflappable, uh, even in the face of pressure. So I think that the Niners would still be in this position, also because their schedule's been pretty easy. Uh, If you look at some of these wins for the Niners over the past uh, few weeks, like, yeah, they beat the Seahawks. Yeah, they beat the Cardinals, the Raiders, the Commanders, the Seahawks, the Bucks, the Dolphins. Yeah, it's just we'll see when he faces tougher competition. But I think the Niners would still be here.
1: All right, we'll find out this week as tougher competition starts uh, Sunday at 630. All right, speed around factor fiction real quick. The Chargers fired their offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach, uh, just yesterday, Chelsea, fact or fiction, it should have been Brandon Staley that got the hook.
2: Fact. Duh.
1: Is this fact. the lightning He's round? Awful. I don't need
2: to have an explanation, yes. right?
1: No, you just... You
2: just I'll, the I'll give you a lightning <laughs> round.
0: Fact, he sucks. Fire him. There you go. <laughs>
1: All right. Next one, lightning round. Jinx, the teams available to Tom Brady are not good enough for him to get another another title. He should just walk away. Fact, you're 45. You're the GOAT. We're going to go, Carolina. Oh, fact.
2: Yeah, I'll go fact too. Nobody wants to retire in Carolina. No, absolutely not.
1: All right, last one. Factor fiction of all the teams currently available and interviewing for a head coach, Denver, Chelsea, is the best place for Sean Payton.
2: Well, since the Chargers job is not open yet, maybe. But really, you want to be attached to Russell Wilson long-term and have no cap space? No, thank you, please.
0: I'm going to say fiction just because they are stuck with Russ, stuck, and he is an albatross. He's done, he's cooked, and Sean Payton needs a quarterback to succeed in the National Football League. Russ ain't it, so I'll say fiction, but you're right, Chelsea, should be the Chargers.
2: Do you think that it would be better for somebody like Sean Payton to go to, wait for it, a team like the Texans, because he will be able to create his own team? I'll tell you this, their franchise is terrible, but they have a ton of cap space and they have a ton of draft picks left over from that Deshaun Watson trade. So just something to think about moving on. For more, listen to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM, weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.